Welcome to Your Weather on the COIN Podcast Network. From getting to work and school to getting outside and away from it all, weather impacts everything we do. And a look at some stats over the summer season. From Portland's here. most accurate forecast team. A stretch of time where we're dry is um, kind of interesting. With meteorologist Kelly Bayard. And we're back. And Joseph Dames. I don't mind kale, it's not my favorite. This is your weather. So, Kelly's pretty busy. She's always busy. She's constantly doing stuff. Not that you're not busy, but... (laughs) Uh, So, looks like it's going to be you and I, at least for this week, and maybe next week as well. Okay. But you and I, I mean... We have good conversations. We can inform the people. <laughs> I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Or maybe I'm delusional. No, I think we do. I think we have some great conversations, and I feel confident that we can get the word out. We can get the word out, and we'll uh, we'll leave it in good hands, and then Kelly can come roaring back in uh, to the start of November when it looks like, at least for now, could be the start of our real serious weather coming our way. This next week looks like uh, another mixed bag, and we can get into that in a minute. As per Kelly's usual operation here, let's uh, start with an icebreaker question. Do you have any reoccurring dreams? That's a great question. That's a fun one, too. Um, I think what I, I find, I have two that I, I that I have that are reoccurring. I have one where I lose my teeth a lot. It's kind of like, I don't know if it was because of like the age of braces and, and whatnot, but... Um, yeah, I have this weird, this weird uh, dream where I'm losing all my teeth, and they're like, I could just touch on, and then it like kind of bends and it wiggles, and then it's like all of a sudden I'm losing all my teeth, and then that one's more of a nightmare for me. I'm like, this yeah, is, that's a nightmare, this is bizarre. And then I have another like <laughs> stress dream. I used to work at um, Applebee's in uh, my late teens as like a server, you know, and it was always so stressful and like the busy times uh, just. You know, if you've ever worked in food or been a server or bartender, you know this, mm-hmm. like just getting all the orders and getting them out to people and just like I could never carry the food. Like it was just a str- like I couldn't move fast enough. And it's just like that was a stress. So it seems like my reoccurring dreams are more stressful than uh, you know, pleasurable, pleasurable or like desirable dreams. You know, they're, they're a little more stressful. First of all, to your restaurant dream. Uh, that sounds like a nightmare as well, like your teeth dream. Yeah. But that was the description of me actually as a waiter. I was awful <laughs> at it. <laughs> I was worried about everything going wrong all the time, and it usually was. Yeah. I think I waited tables for all of, I don't know, off and on for like a month during one summer. And then my boss, who was also a friend of mine, was like, you know what? This this probably just isn't for you. You're not very good at it. <laughs> It, it is. It's it's more than like having conversations and being a, you know, a people person, which is always delightful meeting new people at, at the tables and whatnot. But then it's right. like all the other elements that come along with it. I just wasn't organized enough to think ahead of people like four or five steps. Mm. So I was just getting run because I'd take a water and then they'd ask for ketchup and I'd take the ketchup and then they'd ask for a fork yeah. and I'd take the fork. It's like, how can I not figure out all of this at yeah. once? I just wasn't. Oh, but that. they, that's what they do. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a reoccurring golf dream, which shouldn't be a surprise to anybody who listens to this and knows how much I golf, yeah. where I either can't get to the golf course because I'm lost and I can't find it, or I get there 
and I can't check in and get out on the course because it's too busy, or I get to the course and I check in and then I can't hit my tee shot because something is in the way, whether it's it's a car parked out in front of me or something that's interfering with my swing, yeah. and nobody else in my dream is bothered by the same things. Hmm. Like, I can't explain to these people there's a problem. And so a couple months ago, I just mentioned this offhand to my dad. And he's like, I have one of those dreams, too. He golfs a lot, too. And then out of nowhere, like a week ago, Golf Digest writes this whole thing on golfers all over the world that are having a very similar dream. Wow. Like, for some reason, people who golf a lot take this stress dream of not being able to complete a task and in our heads it becomes not being able to play golf it's so weird i read this article i was like man these people read my mind yeah. they described my dream like dead to right anyway it's so bizarre how that how that plays out i mean you could you could get so lost in that that's probably that was probably the best article you could read then for you you probably saw right, it and you're like right. oh, wow this is yeah i'm not alone at least yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bunch of us are weirdos about oh. golf um and think about it while we sleep yeah you're you're in a dream and you have a you know you're in a party of four and like the other three you're teeing off just fine and you have a car in front of yours <laughs> right right that's exactly what it is yeah. or all of a sudden there's a pole right behind me or the tee yeah. box is the size of like one of my feet it's so yeah weird. dream struggles this week isn't gonna be a nightmare it's gonna be Kind of nice to start out. Yeah, yeah. I think that Monday and Tuesday, so we kind of kick off uh, the week um, with some nice weather and it's carrying into our Tuesday here. And we're going to have some more sunshine, some more clouds. I call this a transient ridge of high pressure. It's just here and then it's gone. And then we uh, kind of stir the pot up a little bit. So we have some nice weather here as we kind of start the week. What can we expect to see on Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon and into Wednesday? Yeah, you know, we're going to kind of kick off the morning with some fog here, and it's going to take some time to get through that fog, but I do expect some sunshine here for our Tuesday afternoon. And you know what? If you remember, if you could like think back a few days to Saturday, we had this wonderful warm day. It was in the upper 60s. It was a great fall day. Yeah, it was a great fall day. It was one of the warmest days we've had in you know weeks. That will return for our Tuesday, but it's going to probably be a little more cloudy. We have to deal with some fog in the morning. But I expect temperatures in the mid-60s, so it's slightly cooler, but it's going to be a nice fall day to be outdoors. Sunshine by the afternoon. And then some high, thin clouds are going to start streaming in as we head into the evening hours. It may lead to like a really nice sunset. So there's this window on Tuesday where it's going to be beautiful, it's going to be sunny, and then we'll finally start to see some clouds rolling in in front of our first disturbance, which will arrive on Wednesday. Um, we get to Wednesday afternoon, I'm expecting showers. So as we look at it here from Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon is going to be the nicest day of the week. If we want to get outside, Tuesday's the day to do it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Tuesday's going to be the day to do it. Um, there may be some dry time sprinkled into the rest of the forecast, but Tuesday's your day, there's no doubt. And then you mentioned this series of kind of fall storms, and I want to get into that, what the latter part of the week looks like here in a minute. But what starts to roll in Tuesday night and then headed into Wednesday morning, and we should probably, we will probably see some rain Wednesday morning. This is just the first of a couple of these that are going to come through over the next several days. You nailed it. It's a series. Uh, we kind of call it a parade of fronts from time to time, and um, think uh, like a spring roller coaster in the fall. We're going to be going all over the place here uh, as we kind of wrap up the week. 
We do. We have our first system which arrives on Wednesday. Now, this one's just going to bring in some scattered showers, heavy rain for the northwest Oregon coast. So Astoria is kind of back to its traditional ways where it's going to be a little more wet than the rest of the state. It's going to be a little more gloomy. A lot of those fronts kind of clip uh, the northwest Oregon coast with more moisture. So uh, do expect that for the northwest Oregon coast, Clatsop County there. But here we'll see showers in the morning. And then they're going to be on and off and kind of patchy in nature as we go through our Wednesday. I think we actually start drying up Wednesday night for, you know, um, the rest of the day. And that will trend into Thursday morning. And then we start seeing things really pick up uh, by Thursday night. More rain coming in Thursday night. Yeah, that's the second front. So first front just clips us, brings some showers. Second front Thursday. And that's going to bring in some steady uh, rain late Thursday night into Friday morning. And then as we talk about the series of storms, is that the last one that's going to come through? Or are we looking at another one kind of sitting out there waiting to come through Friday, Saturday and through the weekend? It's on the prowl, man. It's on the prowl. <laughs> it's 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 out there waiting for the weekend. Yeah, I think that's that's it for the work week. Um, and then we start heading into the weekend and we have uh, another system that's going to move on in. It's going to be more wet than dry from Wednesday through the weekend we have a lot going on but we have at least two systems they're going to kind of merge into each other through the end of the week uh the second one thursday into friday is going to be a little more wet than the first on wednesday this is kind of setting up to be our fall weather pattern this is pretty normal yeah yeah this is this is it right here you know some years we we hold off to like halloween there's always that oh halloween comes in and you know, there it is. There's the rain. It's cool. I mean, you, you almost can't avoid it. Um, but it seems like this year that pattern is starting to pick up a little bit earlier. We didn't have. I mean, you know, we only had 11 days in the 70s, uh, September and October. Like we we went from 80s straight to this. Like we just didn't see many days in the 70s. We kind of lost that part of fall. It looks like we're shooting down to the 50s now. We're going to be in the 50s uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's it's going to be pretty cool here, too. So it is a little bit cooler than normal. I'll say that. But the rain, you know, this is pretty typical. There is some reporting out there, some forecasting out there that is a little bit concerned about this massive low pressure mm, yeah. that is kind of hanging off the coast. There has been some thought potentially that could it could bring in some severe weather. Uh, I know there's some talk out there that maybe this is another Columbus Day storm. I don't think that's the case, but can you run through with me on on why that's not the case? Are we going to see anything really, really severe in the coming three, four, five, six days? I don't see it happening. There's there's some strong systems. So where this area of low pressure really deepens, it becomes more intense. It's going to um, increase the wind, especially uh, maybe for areas of the Oregon coast as we head closer to the weekend. Um, there's definitely a strong storm out there, but it's likely to stay over the Pacific and not impact uh, the Pacific Northwest at this time. I do not see any wind storms, although it will be wet and breezy. I do not expect any wind storms like that um, with that type of strength and intensity here as we go into this week. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on to see if anything, you know, trends into early next week. But I don't I don't expect that at this point in time. It's just if there's anything that's going to be stronger, it's it's going to be well into the Gulf of Alaska or out into the Pacific. Staying north and west of us. 
Yeah, stay north and west of us. Yeah, but you know we can't we can't rule out a windstorm. Um, you know at this time of the year, and I also want to mention that's also water spout season, so we tend to get some water spouts along the Oregon mm. coast. Um, at, at this time of the year, so this is when things do uh, pick up uh, for us. This is kind of our busy season for the weather. This is definitely the busy season in the weather department. A big part of that, we talked rain, we talked wind. Let's talk mountain snow. Already a lot of skiers getting skiers and snowboarders getting excited about what could be coming this winter. What do you see this series of storms bringing to the Cascades? Well, I think it's going to start off more so in the Washington Cascades, this first system. And I think that will produce maybe some more snow for them uh, to the north. But you're right, we've had we've had our fair share of snow so far this uh this fall and we have we've had it even down to the base we've had it down to um some of the passes so yeah it's it's been busy i think that this system is is this chain of systems that we're talking about this series of systems that we're uh, discussing as we go through the rest of work week and heading into the weekend i think there's no doubt that it could probably push in some more snowfall i mean some weather miles have a foot to two feet of snowfall for the higher elevations um, and we'll have to see how low those snow levels go. But if they just stay to about 5,500 feet and they could pick up a foot of snow um, right now and we stay cool and that gives us a nice start heading into November. Usually the, the hope is, uh, you know, you get these mountains going, you know, around Thanksgiving. We could potentially have an early season, but uh, weather miles are pushing, you know, anywhere from a foot of snow plus uh, for some of the higher elevations just through wednesday through sunday so I, I think we're we're looking good there as far as the passes go i still am not sold on like you know maybe an inch here maybe two inches there and 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 that's about it for the passes right now all right so mountain snow rain in the valley where are we with water how are we doing in catching up to maybe not ending our current drought situation but maybe relieving it a little bit how are we doing September, October in waterfall so far. October has really been a savior here, especially for Northwest Oregon and Southwest Washington. Each drought update that comes out on Thursdays has seen massive improvement from, you know, Clatsop County, um, you know, uh, well, Kayakum County across the way in Washington. That's one of my favorite counties to say. Uh, <laughs> just for that, it's just, it just rolls, you know. Um, yeah, some of the counties right there. So we have definitely made some improvements, but it was more so that section of the, of the state. We still have uh, exceptional droughts, extreme drought for central and um, southern Oregon. We haven't had as much moisture make it to the south there, but we are right on that fringe in Portland. So we've had some improvements around Portland and, you know, Vancouver, but the, the serious improvements have happened along the northwest Oregon coast. So I expect this to be above our average as we go into um, the end of October here, especially with this system that's moving on in here uh, coming up. This is really going to provide us with a lot of moisture and some rain. So um, I think we're going to be doing pretty good by the time we wrap up the month. I know that we are above right now, and uh, we're doing pretty good. We, we have currently almost about an inch of rain. And so I think when we get through this week, I think we could push upwards to about the higher end of an inch to two inches. We'll see. I think I think this week is really going to help us out around Portland. September, we were still playing catch up, but October is doing a little bit better. Overall, we decided that um, Tuesday is going to be the best day to get outside and, and enjoy the weather. But can you give me the uh, 
the highs and lows and what what we can expect to get from each of the days as we go forward here? Yeah, Tuesday's the best, mid-60s. Uh, it's going to be cool to start, you know, temperatures maybe in the upper 30s. But that's going to be the coolest morning all week. So if you like those kind of balmy <laughs> uh, mornings, we're going to get plenty of those uh, as we go into like Thursday morning and Friday morning. Temperatures are going to be hovering right around the upper 40s to 50 degrees. So it's not going to be too cool uh, those mornings, mainly because we'll have some cloud coverage. Thursday is actually going to be kind of warm. Uh, we're going to have a front move in. That's actually going to push our temperatures to about the mid-60s on Thursday. But then the cold front moves in, and that's when things crumble. And temperatures fall to about the 50s Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Thursday's going to come with some rain, but it will be warmer. It's going to be kind of one of those balmy days that I keep on describing with the mornings as well. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are all going to be in the 50s, which is below average. We should be about 64 degrees. We're going to be probably a good 10 degrees below average, um, at least four or five days this week. Cool, damp fall week on tap. How does Joseph Dames go about enjoying fall weather? That's a good question. Um, I, I usually take advantage of my time indoors when it comes to fall. Um, I And then you get those little sprinkles of uh, sunshine. You you get out there and you do everything you can <laughs> in that sort of window. And you probably are familiar with that uh, approach. I'm not, I'm not the type of person that like throws on all the rain gear every single day and just gets out there and pushes through it. Although I know people like to do that and that's great. But I usually take advantage of my time indoors and I just kind of spruce things up. I read, I maybe watch watch a movie or something like that. Um, cook. Cooking, I think, is really a great thing to do. Get the house smelling nice. I'm not a baker. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly's, Kelly's the baker in the group. Actually, <laughs> she does everything. She's just really multi-talented in the, in the realm of the culinary world. But um, cooking, man. Cooking, I think, is a great thing to do at this time. Make some meals, package them up for the weekend when I'm at work, and, and uh, just get the house warm, like you said. Thanks, Joseph. Yeah, Ian, thank you. We'll hear from you again on uh, Friday morning, yeah? Yep. Yeah, we'll be uh, chatting about the weekend forecast. I'll have an update. Maybe it won't be as wet, but I suspect it will be. The Coin Podcast Network is your home for on-demand coverage of local news, sports, weather, and entertainment you won't find anywhere else. You can always find us on coin.com slash podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.